0: Welcome to that Sunday show with Freddie's Fred White, former Tennessee safety, VFL all around. Love him. We're gonna break down the loss to Missouri and can Tennessee show up against Georgia, who will be in Neyland Stadium on Saturday. That Sunday show with Fred is brought to you by our friends at Harold Group Security Solutions, making your children safer and your workplace as well. Harold Group Security Solutions. Fred, let's talk Missouri first before. Even discussing Tennessee getting up for the number two team in the nation. What did you think of the Mizzou game? Just give me a big picture perspective, and then we kind of break it down a little bit.
1: This made me feel like South Carolina last year. Like, dang, man, what just happened? Like, it was just, it was kind of hard to, it was kind of hard to see that. I didn't expect for us to, I didn't expect for them to win that game like that. Two hundred yards rushing by one guy it was it was kind of that was tough to see, but hey, you, you have some special performances by guys on them, you know, and that's we got to figure out something. Georgia coming in town,
0: yeah, and that's you know as as it played out, Tennessee wouldn't have been able to win the East because Georgia beat Ole Miss, but still, though, there was that possibility out there. And, Fred, I, I've always, during my career, been to the mindset, I'm, I'm a talking head guy. I'm not going to question effort. So I ask you, as a former player, did you think that was an effort issue, a talent issue, a coaching issue? Is there any big-picture macro theme that you would you would place that loss on, or is it a little bit of everything?
1: I placed that loss on the team that had a great great game plan, and they used it to perfection. It worked for them. That's what I put it I I, won't, I don't ever question anybody's effort. That I'm, I'm not to judge on that. Uh, I'd much rather your coaches do that. If your coaches say you didn't give effort, then that's a different story. I'm not going to say that because I don't know. I watched I watched us get beat. I mean, that's it. You know, I felt like Missouri play, came with a game plan and they stuck to it.
0: Yep, they did. So how does Tennessee um, – Get get back on the positive side on a Monday practice before the Georgia game when they're probably going to be double digit underdogs. How how do you how do you get up for that, Fred?
1: It's a game in Neyland Stadium. I, I look back and I have looked at over the over the season. This season, if we did not rest the, the opponent, we lost the game. So we got to get back to that. If we can be able to run the game against anyone and have success with it, we've had a chance in games and we've actually won all those games this year. That's been the key part of our game plan uh, or, or our wins that we've had. And that's something that, you know, they rushed for 255 yards, we rushed for 83. But then again, this year has been different from last season. Remember last season we talked about we didn't have to ball a lot and we, our defense was playing a lot more because we were scoring so many points. Well, this year when we've been closer when it comes to um, possession, time possession goes. We've we've won those games too, and that's it. Ain't been many games that we didn't have good time possession that we didn't win. All the games we actually lost, it was a, it's a big difference somewhere. It means our defense is on the football field for a long long period of time. So
0: yeah. yeah. Very true, Even and
1: we're moving fast. It just you know, that's one of the things I've been looking at just patterns and histories of what we've done this year, and that's what I've seen.
0: So, as what do you think is, is the key not only this week but the future for Tennessee? You mentioned running game, is it running game, slightly better quarterback play on the offensive side, or um. What, what would you say i mean is is there a I would, philosophical I put
1: anything, put one thing on one person or one thing on one group or whatever i think it's a collective you got to do you all just got to do better anytime you get beat it's something you all could have done better whether it be player or coach
0: um what was the most painful loss that you've been a part of because we talked about you mentioned south carolina i think that's the most that's devastating. Just this year
1: This that's just this year they the most painful one i've ever <laughs> Just last year, rather. That was just last year. Right. right. Way more painful than that. So,
0: (laughs) right. You, as a player, let me ask you that. What was your most painful loss?
1: Probably losing to Florida 65 or 30 something, uh, 63 to 30 something. And we were up at half. I didn't even play in that game. And the other one was probably, hell, Dave, I remember every game I lost going all the way back to high school so they all hurt like but (laughs) i'm just saying i think those are probably my biggest ones yeah and memphis name losing the memphis hurt too that hurt
0: yeah that was one that uh you guys probably could have advanced further in in the postseason better bowl and that was a a stunner I, i do remember that um what was the key for that Monday to put it behind you? you? You can be hurt for one day, right? But you've got to put it behind you. Yeah,
1: you got to put it back, and go back to the drawing board, man, and figure out what's what's your new game plan. What's your game plan now going against Georgia? Guess what they do and how do we adjust? Those are the things I think if I'm this team, that's what I'm thinking about. You can't think about the loss now you got, you got today. Actually, you don't even have today. You had the rest of last night. Today you should be trying to figure out what you can do to beat Georgia. And I feel like in this game, you can't ever say you can't win the game. You know what I mean? You'll never say that. You'll never say you don't have a chance. You're in Nealand Stadium. We had not lost many games in Neyland. All the games we lost this season were on the road. We had not lost one in Nealand. So you play very well in Nealand. Let's just give it everything. We beat we beat Alabama last year in Neyland. So this is not last year's team, however, but different things play a different part of the game. You look at our – our crowd has to be in the game. They have to be in the game. But we also got to play well enough for them to be to stay in it with us. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and um, I've seen a lot of tickets <laughs> go up for sale on Facebook. Uh, how important is it for the fans to show up, provide a – difficult home environment for the Bulldogs. I'll ask you that with Fred White. That Sunday show with Fred is brought to you by Harold Group Security Solutions. Leadership experience specialization, addressing problems through unique mission-specific mitigation techniques, making your children safer one school at a time. So We've got the security in private schools. We want to get that to public schools, and we can also take care of your workplace, avoiding the tragedies that have marred our country's history recently. A Herald Group Security Solutions. Have your administrator Call a Harold Group Security Solutions, Fred. Um, what are some of the keys uh, to beating Georgia? We've got a almost a full season's worth of history on them, full season's worth of history on Tennessee, and then fan wise, I've seen a lot of tickets go for go up for sale on Facebook already. Uh, how important is it for there to be a a, a really loud home crowd, especially? early in that game. um, That's what Nealon's all about, right?
1: Absolutely. You got to have a crowd. You got to be able to have a crowd, but you also got to have your fan base behind you, you know? Um, You don't have a shot if you don't come to play for one, but if you don't, I think the things that make home field advantage special is our crowd. That's that makes home field advantage special. That helps being loud, making Georgia, call timeouts when they don't want to um, make them call multiple timeouts when they don't want to. Those things can play a part in the game. You can come down to the last play of the second half and they throw a pass down the middle of the field with three seconds left and can't get a timeout if, they got a, if they've got if they already had them because you've been loud all game. You know what I mean? But then again, I understand a fan not going to be loud if my team is not playing well, but I feel like you come out and you try to give every, every effort as a fan and also as a player, but more importantly, You got to play to give them something to shout cheer for. When third down comes, get out the football field. Those are things you just have to do. You got to score points. I mean, you can't win games without points. But you gotta, you know, you gotta play. You gotta play well enough to keep them in the game, keep the crowd in it.
0: What do you get? Your take on this defense the past couple of weeks? Uh, First, remind everyone that. Part of the program was brought to you by the hemp house the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Go to hemp house chat with two T's Hemp House chat with two T's.com and use the promo code hooked that's hooked and get 10% off hemp house chat with two T's.com. The hemp house, your premier dispensary online. Uh, that Sunday show with Fred also brought to you by Harold group security solutions, Fred, um, This defense for Tennessee did not have its best day against Missouri. Why do you think that was? Because you and I talked um, uh, on on several occasions about how this front seven was so much more talented than before, and I still think that's true, and they did make a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage. But when you saw that that the run game was so effective for Missouri, why was that, do you think?
1: Somebody got to make a play. Plain and simple. I mean, we used to tell our guys that all the time, coming off the football field, and we just, you know, somebody gassed us on a run or made a big play. Somebody got to make a play. Arkansas, for example, somebody got to make a play. Billy Ratliff made a play against Florida. Somebody got to make a play. And Florida's moving the ball, and we get a fumble at the goal line. Somebody got to make a play. That's it. I mean, I think all those things still play, you know, go hand in hand uh, when it comes to right call, right scheme, right, whatever. But sometimes even with a, regardless of what a player coach calls, you got to just make a play sometimes.
0: Now that's, that's, that's very fair. Um Kamal Haddon, his, his loss. Now that we've had a couple of games, you know, people like to pick on him a little bit. I think the fan base did because he had had a couple of embarrassing moments, but, According to Pro Football Focus, he graded out the highest of any defensive back before he got injured. Now he's out. Um, how much do you think that hurt has hurt Tennessee's secondary since he's been out a couple
1: weeks? He ago? was our best probably cover corner guy, you know, um, best corner playing the best. I mean, he was playing good. Teams weren't throwing the ball as much to his side because of what he was doing and how he was playing. So when anytime you miss a guy like that, it does, you know, you have to make adjustments to that, yes.
0: But that's
1: not an excuse, right? No, I mean, everybody, I mean, it's, you're playing college division one football. So, you know, I mean, I think everybody that's on that team should be capable of doing something. Maybe not the same. I mean, if we lost Jamal Lewis, you know, we didn't have Jamal Lewis still. His, you know, those guys were Travis and Travis still came and did what they had to do. They did their job too. But, you know, those are things. I hate going all the way back to stuff like that. You look at the other teams that we've had that quarterback has gone down or players went down, and you just, the next guy steps up we did have a few injuries in the game, but Missouri came to play at home. They came to play.
0: Yep. And and Fred, I thought that Eli Drinkwitz timeout late in the game was to kind of a middle (laughs) finger towards Josh Heupel, um, who, depending on who you ask, ran up the score last year against Missouri. What did you think of that? give and play between the two well, it
1: was already played up all throughout this you know the game of coming up to the game the week of and everything so I mean <laughs> it just makes sure for when you come back to Knoxville next year we gotta figure out a way to do the same to you. I'm just saying
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Do you think um Josh Highball will think twice about potentially running up the score against a future opponent?
1: Hey man let me tell you something I'm like Steve Spurry when it comes to that. It ain't my job for me to stop me. It's your job for you to stop me. I'm going to call plays to win games, and I don't care if I'm winning it. I got to get experience from my other guys, too. Am I not supposed to get them an opportunity to score? I don't coach like that. If I did that, Dave, you, you would be beating me in, in Madden. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: I'm not calling
1: the dogs off on nothing. That ain't my job. Yeah,
0: my job uh, is not to
1: call the dogs off.
0: No, you're exactly right. I think you can sub early, but I think you, you need to continue to run your offense. I, mean, like I don't think
1: we said, scored that touchdown with the starting group, and we had the backups in. Am I correct?
0: Uh, yeah. that That is correct. Um, but it was uh, it, it it's interesting to see the dynamic between the two guys, and you mentioned Spurrier. I'm not comparing them as a coach, but Eli Drinkwitz did have the Jim Rome incident where he kind of went off on Tennessee about the NCAA issues. so uh, maybe there will be another spur like smart mouth in the SEC, Fred.
1: I like it, it's good. For, it's good for college football. It's good for yeah, Lane Kiffin was it for a while until he got hit in the face a few times in some big games. But hey, man, I, I kind of like having that somebody that's a little bit over the limit. We need that for the SEC.
0: Fred, given what you've seen or what you saw against Mizzou and all of what you've seen this season, let's take a big picture look. Are you concerned about the direction of the program or are you still optimistic that Josh Heupel has this going in in the right way?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned. I'm no near concerned. I'm, I'm still – I'm nowhere going in the right direction. Hey, man, have, have people watched the football we watched the last – before he came for how many years? Since Philip Blom left in like 2008? Seven? Yeah. I eight. mean, I remember that far back. I remember having people come up to me at restaurants or walking down the street or whatever it may be, asking me how about when what did you think about last night? And we got by, got beat repeatedly by teams we should have never lost to. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. I'm sitting here now and I'm thinking, man, I would take the last two or three years over any of the last what's that, 10 years that we had? What was that? How, how long was it before we got Josh?
0: Oh, that Tennessee was bad from uh, 2008. to the, They got um, – well, I mean, 2009 they were bowl eligible. When
1: was the, the last time we won 10 games?
0: Uh, before Josh Heupel?
1: Yeah. It's been a while. I, I remember those years. So I, I, I'm optimistic about what we have on the field. I'm optimistic about all the young guys we have, too. I mean, James Pierce is just scratching the surface, you know? I mean, Joseph, just scratching the surface. Those guys are just scratching the surface. And if we can possibly keep a few guys who have one last COVID year or whatever it may be, we're still building in the right direction. I still don't think we have the depth to go, you know, player for player with Georgia or Alabama or, you know, some of those teams that that haven't had the attrition we've had.
0: Yeah. No, agreed. It was 2007 for the record. The last time Tennessee won 10 games, you mentioned uh, injuries. Um, You were very high on Arian Carter. It's now come out that he has a shoulder injury Mm -hmm. and he'll be out for the season. Um, You've been in that situation where you got hurt as a freshman. Um, What, what piece of advice would you give to him, Fred, about staying, staying the path, um, making sure that you take things day by day and, and don't get frustrated about what is a temporary situation.
1: Oh, no, you just, you put on more steam right now. You just focus on what you have to focus on. But while you're in those meeting rooms, even though you can't go right now, focus on learning the game, focus on learning and seeing things on film that you didn't see before. And that was, that's how you grow in the game, the knowledge. People ask me all the time, how do you get better as a football player? You got to study the game. How you get better at math, science, or any other subject. Anything you got to do, anything you're doing in life, you got to figure out how to study it and learn something about it. Don't Just know what you know from when you were a freshman in college. You get better every year. What I knew as a freshman and what I knew as a sophomore, completely two different things. And what I knew as a senior versus those two years is completely different. So you just keep learning. But you got to learn those things and understand what's going on in your defense and how you want to play it. Yep, And also uh, what the opponents are trying to do against
0: you. Yep, That Sunday show with Fred brought to you by Herald Group Security Solutions. Again, making your – I want to ask you, Fred, how good Georgia is just real quickly because I think that they play to the strengths or weaknesses of their opponents sometimes. I just want to get your thoughts on how good they are. It's Brought to you by Herald Group Security Solutions. Again, making your workplace safer. Go to your – school administrator where your kids might go to school or your work administrator and say you got to get in touch with harold group security solutions haroldgrp.com haroldgrp.com these are highly trained individuals oftentimes uh, have been in the service and they're going to make sure that the area you need safe is safe be it the uh, area around your workspace or your children's um, school so we got to take care of that and we're going to do so so Brad, uh, Georgia, how good are they when you watch them play? Just eye test. Uh, The college football playoff thinks they're the number two team in the nation. I happen to think they're number one. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, they've won the last two national championships and they haven't been beaten. They haven't played the talent that, you know, or the teams that I guess some of the other schedules have shown to be stronger, you know. But are they the number one team in the country? In my opinion, they are until they get beat. And they've shown in the last few years that they can win the championship. And they've yep. done it. Um this year, how good are they? I don't see them as being being as good as they were the last two years. Because the guys that they had on those defenses, <laughs> insanely good, like generational type players. Um, but that's what happens when you recruit. And you're in the top five recruiting, the top three recruiting almost every year for the last so many years. You have a stockpile of talent there. Um, Are these guys just as good as those guys? I don't think so, but they have the potential to be pretty good next year coming up as well, because they're a young football team right now.
0: Yep. Uh, Well said. Again, Hip House Chat with Two Ts dot com. You can get the Big Orange Crunch 10% off with the promo code Hooked at Sunday Show with Fred. Um, it's brought to you by Harold Group Security Solutions. And don't forget HimP chat with two teas.com. chat with two teas.com. Use the promo code hooked. He is Fred White. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.